warning, this podcast is very low on jazz news. <laughs> hey, welcome to another exciting edition of Hitting the High Notes, Utah Jazz Talk. And we are joined today by Mr. On the Road, Hu Tran. Hey, how's it going, Hu? Ironically, you have two co-hosts who are on the road. I'm literally on the road driving, uh, but I'm, uh, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I'm not home. I, I, I set up an interview um, uh, with a, a jazz guest, and then I decided to dip. And luckily, I mean, they're nice enough to call me and let, let me be part of this this moment. So, you know, you, you take what you can get, I guess. Yeah, tears, man, literal tears. I, we appreciate you joining us for this. Um, and we're joined as, well, maybe not as always, but as newly forever and ever after uh, by the, the the chief nugget pouch inspector person, uh, Logan, how's it going? Good, good. Uh, yeah, JaVel, JaVel, the Nugget Pouch Inspector McGee uh, also <laughs> has a, has a Nugget like Pouch history. He was not He was a Nug for a while, I believe. I believe JaVel that, that is correct. correct. That is correct. That is correct. Does he win a prize? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Another and Nugget out of the pouch. Oh, a yes. Seven, a seven ninety nine gift card to the Applebee's. Ooh, well, there you go. Um, all right, and we're, hey, we're joined today by a new guest, a new guest who is a friend of the pod, and uh, she goes by the illustrious uh, moniker of DJ Honeypaws with a Z. <laughs> hey, how are you doing, DJ? I'm good. I'm here, and you know, I mean, I just wanted to say who said he decided to dip, but you know who, when you dip, I dip, we dip. We are dead, we dip, we dip. Uh, so I, I it's say, all good. So like it I'm is all a... good. Like it's 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 good, you know? You're just on the road. I'm imagining you traveling like like drive movie style with like a satin like bomber jacket on, like winding Ooh, your hair. So, that's pretty great. That's pretty yeah, great. Yeah. That is the with the aviators. Yeah. That's how you look in my mind that's how you look in my mind right now. So just like that's how it is. Excellent. Real, reality, it's a it's a three quarter zip uh, police in a Honda Odyssey with those uh, with his, uh, his, 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 his his dilation glasses on. I, I thought he uh, has an Accord, or is it a Civic? I don't. I don't well, know. So, so Logan's known me for a while. Like Logan's known Honda Odyssey. Who? Like um, I drove a minivan for many many years. I have zero kids, Mike. You're the original George Yang. Wow. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I drove a minivan for. Uh, it's amazing that I, I didn't date for a, a long time while I was in that minivan. So <laughs> real surprise. But I, I gotta say, like, I mean, it's, it's nice to have DJ Honeypaws on the podcast. It happened by accident, really. Like, um, uh, we did our episode last week with um, uh, the lovely um, uh, Punk underscore Double O Three, and DJ was just in the background, and um, uh, we were kind of ending the pod, and Jared was like, "We should have DJ Honeypaws on," and the rest is history. Here I am. You have found me. I, you know, I, I don't I don't know that I have much like value to add here, but, you know, I'm always happy to talk jazzy things with jazzy people. So <laughs> DJ, jazz, DJ. Jazzy like jazz hands. Yeah. Jazz. DJ. <laughs> um, Jared and I on this podcast every week. We bring absolutely zero value to anything. Uh, on <laughs> That's podcast, so. absolutely correct. 100 percent. So don't, maybe, don't like all put together we can like add one cent right exactly <laughs> okay so, that uh, works for me yes because we don't even have two cents on this podcast uh, 
Yeah. My goal is just to have Ad, Ad to access to the podcast episode. So if she does that, I can just retire. So. <laughs> I feel like, uh, this, what what is that that's always like, this episode of, uh, I don't know, whatever. Good Anyways. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, On the uh, Joe Rogan Jared, show. I mean, we got um, uh, We got like zero news. Jazz this week, right? I know, right? Yeah, well, surprised that you were like, I was kind of surprised that you were like, hey, let's, we're gonna do a pod this week, and I was like, really, uh, we're doing mainly, week to week now? Mainly, <laughs> mainly because I, I, I miss Logan a lot. Like Logan, I don't, we don't talk as, as much as we used to. Um, so I, I, I try to trick him into talking to me, and then um, uh, and he uh, records it like he always did. Uh, <laughs> records it so we can say, see, people actually do talk to me. ABR yeah. always be recording. Uh, I don't know, Logan. I'm a, we're in the slow like season, right? Yeah. No, well, the, the finals are going on. I mean, there's that. Yeah, there's definitely the, there's definitely there's definitely the finals going on at least for one more day. Uh, yeah, I mean the jazz. There's there's not a whole lot jazz wise going on. Uh, I mean, I did I did see some. I mean, it can't be worse than what I've seen turned out by ESPN today and that is Stephen a smith giving another take as to why lebron is not the goat and then i watched the jump for a second i haven't watched the jump ever for this long and they broke down why the mamba snakeskin uniforms are the reason why the championship will be won tomorrow so uh that, I mean, that our, is like our, the stupidest thing of all time <laughs> our break our our analysis and our discussions can't be you know it's a pretty high bar they've set so i don't think it's just <laughs> yeah I, I think it's i mean there's a certain boredom right this year that i'm uh like the Lakers were the like not, not the preeminent favorite, but the Lakers were the favorite going into the season. And here we I are. I don't know. That depends on if you ask the We Believe Lakers fans. Everybody was yeah. hating on them. Everybody said that they're going to be last place according uh, to the Lakers I, fans. I've never I've never asked them anything in my life. So, um, <laughs> but um uh, yeah, like I mean, just like the Lakers, they got Anthony Davis, they got LeBron James. Uh, they were able to get some cheap talent. You know, Dwight Howard, Boogie Cousins. Uh, they they just everything just kind of fell in place for them and it worked and it's one of those things that like you hope that you know the feel good heat we're gonna do it but then all of a sudden they get injured in the first game and you know Cinderella stories are what really kind of drive sports sometimes like March Madness is fun because of Cinderella stories but when Cinderella's them uh, taken out before midnight I don't know it's just like. We're gonna talk finals, but I I've watched very little of the finals, and that makes me a bad. Well, they're NBA they're not fan. interesting. They're, yeah. It's not good basketball typically. Um, so, I've watched like, very little as well. I, I don't even know if it's like it's not even good basketball. It's just like cool. Like I don't watch the Lakers, who you know you talk about the we believe Laker fans who are just like oh my god we um uh, we got so screwed. But I mean come on, they 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 went through a couple of bad years, got really good draft picks. I were able to trade for Anthony Davis. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean they drafted well. I mean we had we talked about this with with AJ that they drafted well and they cashed in. You know it worked out. Yeah. Well, like I mean, how many other teams in the NBA can follow the same path as Lakers to get to a championship? Uh, maybe like one or two. Maybe. I mean the Lakers. The Lakers are like uh, a team apart. It feels like you know because the Lakers have had successful teams in pretty much every era so um i mean for a long time it was it was dr bus you know it was the old man he uh he knew how to build contender teams and 
he knew that they were the Lakers, so they could pretty much, you know, will stars into their orbit. And uh, yeah. somehow Genie had some of that magic. I mean, Jim definitely didn't. Ugh. So uh, yeah, DJ, well, it wasn't, well, um, wasn't too long ago the Lakers were in that little that they were the Lakers were tiptoeing on rockets to, or not rockets on uh, Knicks territory where they had the large market and couldn't do much. There were years where the people weren't taking meetings with the Lakers, but you're right, you just got to get the the right bus out in front of them. Yeah, there you go. Well, hey, I'd much rather follow Genie. I'd much rather follow Genie bus to be honest. So. <laughs> That's the bus you want to follow. <laughs> um, speaking of going below sixty, uh, DJ. Um, yes. Uh, so like, I mean, you're a college football fan. You're an NFL fan. Yes. I, I, I want to say you're a new NBA fan. Yeah, I would definitely say I'm I'm very new NBA fan. I mean, like, I never really had a team that I followed. Like, growing up in Louisiana, it's like, I don't know, football is everything because you have LSU and you have the Saints, and so that's, like, that's all of it. And when I was younger, like, LSU baseball was doing really, really well. So I just never really got into NBA I mean even I lived in San Antonio for like a lot of championships and for some reason I it just made me mad not happy (laughs) that the Spurs kept winning so I never really cared about that but then the jazz came along into my life and and that was that did a lot of jazzy things in a very short period of time so far The jazz so you, made, so, so that's how you and Ann bonded, too. hating the Spurs. Yeah, that makes hating a lot of the sense. Spurs. Yeah. No, I mean, well, so yeah, Ann, Ann to the max, she's a coworker of mine. We were, like, she walked into my office. I interviewed her, and she walked in with a, um, a Dean Ambrose sticker on her phone, and so I knew that, that I was going to hire her, like, that second, because I was like, hell yeah. Um, and I don't know, we've just, we've been friends for a while. We went to some like WWE events together. I think we went to like a SummerSlam or something together. And then I don't know, we, I don't know at what point we started talking about basketball, but she had a Utah jazz, um, like calendar hung up in her off in the office, like on her wall. And, um, I don't know. I don't know what I said about it or what I tweeted but at some point she quizzed me and she asked me, okay, without looking at the Jersey, who's the player on my, on the calendar right now. And I said, it's Rudy Gobert. And she said, wow, you even said his last name. Right. And I was like, yeah, see, I know stuff. And then I don't know, it just kind of went from there, which is like the most insane way to get into, <laughs> to get into the whole thing. But like, that's true. But no, I, I, so then I don't know, we made plans to go to a game together um, for her birthday and I promised her that I would learn everything I could about the jazz before then. And so I literally like, I'll have to send you guys pictures, but I literally like made like flashcards and, <laughs> wow. and learned it, learned it all. And then, and, and that was that I, I, I went, we went, I've been, to, I went to two games right before COVID shut everything down. Um, Yang himself watched my freaking Instagram story where I talked about Garfield being thick and I felt very embarrassed, but it was very funny. Um, 
I know. Random weird things. <laughs> wow. How did you get George Niang to watch your Instagram? I That's honestly random. have well. no idea, but we were, Ann and I were in Houston for a game, and um, I actually, well, she was going to the game. I was just hanging out, and then I had to go, like, to a training for some fitness stuff, but um I, we, we were looking at, I had made a bunch of really silly Instagram stories that day as I do. And I was, I don't, as a rule, I never look at who has viewed my Instagram stories because it gives me anxiety to know how many people watch them or don't watch them. And so I never look, but for whatever reason she told, she said something and I was like, Oh, let me see who's seen these. And it, for some reason, like my, my Instagram stories that day had like an abnormally high number of viewers, but I look at it and one of them was him. And I, I mean, when, when I tell you like her and I were screaming, we were like tears rolling down our face because on that particular Instagram story, I had done one of those filters. That's like, it shows you like what character you are. Right. And so this, the one I did was like, which version of Garfield are you, you know, like Garfield, the orange cat. And it was, It was this picture of him, like, I don't even remember what it was. I think I saved it after that because it was so silly. And I was like, something, something, something about Garfield. And I was like, he do be really thick, though. And I mean, I just was saying, like, the dumbest stuff. Like, as I, like, obviously, like, as I do. And he had viewed, like, all of my stories from that particular, like, loop. You know how stories only stay up for 24 hours, whatever, whatever, for those who aren't familiar with it. Um, But he had viewed, like, and I had just been posting the dumbest stuff, and, like, she and I were, like, we were in Houston, so it was, like, it was, like, me saying that about Garfield and, like, me driving myself to Houston, like, just, like, the dumbest things, and we were so embarrassed, but, like, laughing really hard and absolutely dying about it, and, um, that was it so i hope i hope he enjoyed that um now garfield will forever make me think of him and vice versa and that's it (laughs) yeah he's he's about as bad as uh, garfield too so it makes perfect sense Um, (laughs) but it sounds like you guys found your inside your insider to get uh george's george on your show he's the one who bailed on you guys right yeah he did bail on us well he bailed on us now you're part of the show well, maybe he'll watch uh, my Instagram again someday. I, you know, and I still don't know, like, what made him find it. I don't think, I mean, I didn't tag him in anything, because why would I have done that? Right. And I don't who know. Are you, who are you tagging back then? I mean, which jazz players were you tagging? I, <laughs> no I have no comment on that. I don't know. I really, like, I, like, at that point in time, we tried to trace it back, and we couldn't figure it out, except for that maybe it had come from like Twitter and like, you know, converted itself over to like an Instagram thing. I have honestly, like, I have no clue, but All we right, were well, being fairly ridiculous back in that time, or I was at least with like tagging people because I have no mercy and I will do literally whatever to get attention. And so, you know, I do what I do. The original, I do con- I do. The, the original contact tracers right there. That's the title of your podcast. <laughs> George Ian contact it's like, tracing. It's like trying to trace. It's like trying to trace COVID. So I say, George, if you are listening to this and you, you know, want to go view, I, I saved all the Garfield ones like on my like stories forever. Just in case. So I will send them to you if you case. want, George. Like. Yeah, so, you know, but anybody else, I'm DJ Honeypaws on Instagram. Honeypaws with an S at the end on Instagram. So you can go. Uh, you the original. The, the OG. The original handle. 
the yes. original handle since my old one. Yeah, so that, now I know, like, I'm, uh, you know. Old diary is I, ever, fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever do an IG story, uh, I always keep in mind that George Yang could be watching this story now. Yeah, he could be he could be lurking the depths of Instagram. Um, yeah. I guess NBA players might just be going on the females' Instagrams and check out their stories. Who knows? Well, I mean, I would time. assume I would assume that's how. Like, I mean, you know, like you always hear about like NBA people meeting girls off Instagram and stuff. I would assume like yeah. perhaps that's where it begins. Like, I, I, I mean, you know. could have been that one girl. You could have been that one girl, like with the Phoenix Suns. I could have been that one girl, like with the Phoenix <laughs> Suns. You never know. I mean, I am in a relationship now off a DM, so like, yeah. let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I, it works. It goes down. Well, you were in New, for all we know, you were in New York when uh, when that infamous message, you trying to get the pipe, you know, emanated from J.R. Smith. So. <laughs> Hashtag Devin Booker was first, everybody. Um, <laughs> I, I do want to say, um, uh, we probably, Jared, probably should, I think you should have prefaced this that um, uh, there's not very much jazz news we're talking about. So there's going to be a lot of DJ Honey Paws and her connection to the Utah Jazz. All her connections to Utah Jazz. It's like, the podcast. this is just a gossip episode, guys. Like, yeah. Like, oh, hey, that is what I'm going to label this as. This I mean, we're going to put that in the title. Edition. The gossip oh. episode, there's no news. George, <laughs> George, George, George Nying, I'm a contact tracer. <laughs> that's it. That's it. He watched my story once. <laughs> right. That's all I got, guys. I, if you wanted anything more juicy than that, I don't know. Um, what about the, you said you got the Ulster Tag nudes, though. No, I didn't say nudes. <laughs> I googled him, and he looks like um, he looks like a guy, like he looks like one of those dads that would wear the white um, socks pulled all the way up while he's barbecuing. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, he looks like he looks like if you took a big needle and you deflated Brock Lesnar. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's actually kind of true. Oh it goodness. is true, yeah. That's hilarious. Brock Lesnar, my favorite ear of corn. I think he, Brock Lesnar looks like an ear of corn. I <laughs> just oh, want to yeah, put that out to as many people as I can always. I, I literally, funny. like, I'm always trying to say that, so just FYI. Um, but yeah, that is that just because like he looks like he's covered in corn kernels because of no, all the bulging. No, he just bulging. looks like no, he just looks like a giant ear of corn. Like if if you put a picture of him next to a picture of an ear of corn, I guarantee you could not tell the difference. The people are like, it's the same picture, you know. Yeah, like what's the difference of these two pictures? I can't believe you put two pictures of corn next to each other. Like that's <laughs> what he looks like. That's great. Yeah, oh, I, but. But yeah, so that's what that Greg Oster. I can't say his last name. It's hard. Oster. Yeah, yeah it's funny because Logan brought up Greg Oster tag before we started recording, or like before we started like um, uh, recording for the pod, obviously. Yeah. Um, we, we probably still have recorded somewhere. Logan's but, um, obsessed uh, with him apparently. I didn't. Realize. Yeah, he was he was Rudy Gobert before Rudy Gobert. I'm telling you. Rudy Gobert. Uh, except for, I don't know, I don't know about that. Except for he made it to the finals, you're right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Jared is like hot and cold. Like I, I can never tell if Jared likes Rudy Gobert or hates Rudy Gobert, depending on the hey, episode. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, everyone wants Be to nice. make the reference. Everyone makes want to make the reference. AK47 and this, and this NBA would be an MVP. 
I just just give me Oster tag. I, I don't NBA. know. Be, <laughs> I feel like he'd be more like a Draymond Green type. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, Draymond Green. Seven love is AK forty seven. Yeah, which he's an all star. He's still oh, an all star. I think Oh. I was like, what a weird comparison. No, no, no. He's talking about AK forty seven. AK forty seven, Draymond still weird comparison. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. I don't know how you feel that. AK forty seven would be AK forty seven in today's NBA. That's pretty true. That's pretty true. And he'd be the same he, player because he'd have a green light though. He'd have a green light. Who? That's true. So he could shoot. Yep. Yep. That's all. You know. And all of us really. And all of us look forward to every time he pulled up to shoot a three. At all we always felt good about it. So. It'd be. Um, it, 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 he'd he'd get the Jake Crowder response. Yeah, the Jake Crowder response. Yeah. Like oh. Okay. <laughs> Just keep jacking it, Jay. Just keep jacking shots up. Go for it. But D, D, DJ was there. Uh, I mean, I don't know what percentage of responsibility she bears for the NBA shutting down, but she was definitely there. Listen, she was at the last game. I was. I was at the very last game. Who actually, who bought me a beer at that game? She I did. did. A, that's I'm where I met nice who. Gentleman. That's the first time. That's when I met who. Mm-hmm. I was at that game. And he I was a very nice gentleman. Um, yeah, he was. Because uh, you know. I, I tweeted, can someone at this game buy me a beer? And he did. And then, <laughs> yeah. Who swooped in and bought her a beer? Yeah, I bought I bought one for her. Bought one for our our guest from two podcasts ago, Miss Miss. I think I bought one for Anthony Max even. Yeah, you did. You did. Oh dang, you bought a round. He was yeah. the he was the beer he was the beer man. He for really the was. Um, they lost the Jazz lost that game, as we all know. Um, the Jazz also lost the other game that I saw. The well, I went to their game in San Antonio, um, and they lost that game, but it was totally mm. fun because I had was, really was Anne, well, really was Anne wearing that cursed yellow shirt. She was wearing not at the one in San Antonio, oh, okay. but in the one in in Utah that in we went Utah, to. Yeah. 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 Well, yes. you guys, you guys were wearing matching black um, uh, shirts to the. We oh, were right. the San Antonio one. We were wearing matching jazz shirts, and we looked very cute. Mine had Taz, hers had Bugs Bunny. No, hers. She was wearing the Taz one too, wasn't she? I can't remember. We I made I, I made I made those shirts because I'm I'm a talented woman, um, but. Yeah, that was so graphic fun. Design. We, were sitting, we were sitting right behind the players' bench, and so it was very fun to see them so up close. They are very tall, which, like, duh, but like, when, you, when you see them in person, it's shocking, and we were just, like, having heart... I was having heart palpitations. Like, I couldn't breathe. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this and, is so and, overwhelming. And but, during the game, she was like, she was like, she was like George Yang. Check my no. Check out my I, don't think, I don't think it was George. I think it, it wasn't. Was, there, there was another mediocre role player. Pretty sure it was Moody. Was a fan of, yeah. Oh my god! I'm I I will not confirm nor deny <laughs> anything that, that, that happened during that. I I have no idea what happened, so I check it. Didn't check ask, out my IG story. Ask. <laughs> Everybody can hop over to my IG later for all of the deeps. <laughs> <laughs> Is that D- hey guys, is that DJ Honeypots with an S. Check out my IG story. <laughs> <laughs> For all of the it. George Niang and Emmanuel Moutier talk. If there's no other jazz news, I'll make some, okay? <laughs> oh, really? It's pretty, I mean, it's, it's, I guess it, it makes plenty of sense that you're... Oh, uh, wait. Emmanuel hey, did, and... Uh, you know, that, both uh, the games are losses because that's <laughs> two of the biggest reasons why. Oh jeez. Okay. 
Well, hey, that did actually give me a thought. There is a kernel of jazz news. I believe Donovan and his mother were on uh, U.S. USA Today for the teacher for a teacher thing, and they were they were donating uh, Don's you know issue two and some other stuff from Crayola to a couple of schools that they had selected back east. So there you go. There's some jazz news. Well, that is. That's lovely. Did they take the Did they take the Biden Harris jet there? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure his mom still lives there. So I mean, it was, oh, he actually told the story of of like what what quarantine was like for him. He was in the basement with a door that was kind of like he could see through, and so that's like the only contact he had with anyone is that people would come and they'd leave food like at the door, and he'd like see them, and they, then they'd go upstairs and leave. And then he'd go open the door and get the food. Like, so it's like, like Quasimodo? Still, we, yeah. <laughs> so he was living in his mom's basement, like, even um, as a millionaire NBA player, you know. Good for I him. I give props to the NBA, the NBA players for, like, taking it so serious, serious enough that they were able to get a, a playoffs and a championship done and a series done with basically zero confirmed cases and, you know, and Daniel House. And then um, uh, the NFL. <laughs> Daniel House. Poor Daniel uh, House, man. He's taking a beating. Oh, uh, you know. You know well, he probably likes Hey, him. hey uh, yeah, maybe get, we can yeah, get, get him get on the jazz because of that. What? <laughs> yeah. And so, um, uh, I mean, we're, we're watching the NFL here, you know, having their season crumble right in front of us. The Titans. Um, oh, yeah, what so, a... uh, High school football in Utah is being canceled all over the place for, for similar reasons. So, you know Basketball, basketball, doing what they can do to get to get there. Um, uh, but Poor we're, Kim we're so far infected. away. Yeah. Yeah. We're so far away from like we have we, we don't even know the off season for the NBA is going to start. We like we know the draft and that's kind of it. And um, uh, like a lot of people are, are writing. Uh, like Sarah Todd just wrote uh, a couple articles about free agent uh, fines for the Jazz. And um, I, I guess I, this is something I did want to take it bring up with Jared because Jared does like to like try to talk to me and and say that. Put words on that. Like I've never said that Derek Favors is not coming back. I've always said in the realm of like, well, he could be coming back. But I also no, I know, but why. but but you also uh, seem to poo-poo it, you know, more than I would like you to. So, so there. It's hurtful. It's hurtful. Thank you, thank you, Logan, he, for taking my side. Would you want he, me to me ask? Would you want me just to bash Kimberly in front of you, the Pink Ranger? Oh. Would you want me just to openly <laughs> Actually, blaspheme her? I don't think he. I don't think he cares that much about her anymore because she was kind of mean to him. So I didn't care about her before. Um, so anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, that's 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 the story he's telling now. But here's the. Here, uh, I will tell my Pink Ranger story here in a minute. But um, uh, like the thing is, that, like like Jared will tag me in a tweet that says, "Oh, mutual interest," and I'm like. That's fine. Like, mutual interest is cool. I like, I think it's awesome. I think there is, I don't think it's wrong. I think there is mutual interest. I just don't know what the term mutual interest means. In right. This, in this yeah, yeah. Yeah. It could be 60, 40. It could be four, 40, 50, 60. It could be just be like, it could be like, oh, Derek Favors liked Utah when he played her. Oh, and Utah liked Derek Favors when he played her. Awesome. But now there's a, you know, issue of like, well, I'm Derek Favors. I'm 30 years old and I want to make. X amount of money, and money. the Utah Jazz can't offer that. And well, but one, but one but one counterpoint to that, and I can't remember where I saw it at, and and, and I don't know who I, I saw it on the, the Twitter somewhere, but someone someone has tweeted out the fact that there may be a, a high number of people taking one year deals, um, 
just because they don't know if the money's going to be there next year. So maybe I don't. Maybe maybe you get him for another year at a, at a discounted rate. Uh, right. With, and with that thought process behind it. So you know what sucks yeah, though also, is that there's no way that we can end up with bird rights so that we could go over the cap to pay him, which would be nice. Right. And so I, I turned that around too, going well. You know, if, if a lot of people take one year deals, like someone like Derek Favors would probably just take it with New Orleans, you know, and make you know more money than he would in Utah. And then go back again into the next summer off season, as opposed to. I feel to like it's hard work. to tell what New Orleans is doing. You know, they fired the coach. Uh, yeah, I don't think they've hired a new coach yeah. yet, so it's hard to tell what they're doing. Right, and this is one of those, you know. But I, I want to put it in the atmosphere or the stratosphere or just right. out there, like, hey, you know, there's a chance. Like, there's a lot of people or who are already like, hey, favorite is coming back. What next? Because yeah, um, I don't. If, if you read I, what I agree with you there. Writes, it's not a guarantee. If you read what Sarah Todd Wright wrote, um, uh, it's like not only are the Jazz like thinking about not offering the full mid-level exception, they're thinking oh, about yeah, offering something a little bit less than the full level, the full level, so they can add somebody else to yeah, part of the mid-level. Because they feel like they need more than one player, which which we've been saying a lot that we're right. more and than so one piece just, away. Like I, I don't get misconstrued that like I, as much as everybody likes Derek Favors, I just don't want to be like, all right, done deal. We can move on with the rest of the offseason because their favorite sense. is coming back. And, and um, uh, you know, and Sarah Todd wrote it very eloquently. Go, go, let's go. Um, read what she writes in the Desert News because she's like one of the best beat writers the Jazz have had here. So, um, uh, and, oh yeah, uh, we had her on the podcast too, so you can listen to that. Like, and she said she's gonna listen to these episodes. So Sarah, if you're listening, what up? Oh, she Shout said out. she was gonna listen. That's cool. Yeah, she said, drop the episode, we'll listen. So. <laughs> but she's yeah, so, she's I mean, pretty cool, man. We had her on here, and she's just, uh, yeah, she's she's fun to talk basketball with. She's, she knows yeah. what she's talking about. I mean, yeah, I mean, but it's, it's such like, I want to start talking offseason for the Jazz. Like, you know, I, I, lo- I love Jazz NBA season, but I love the Jazz NBA offseason almost more because anything's possible, you know? Last year, we, last year we, the Jazz um, uh, got Mike Conley and Boyan and Jeff Green, Moody A, and, and Davis. I was like, Bam, the Jazz are now right? 90. Best offseason ever, right? We were all saying. got all the stuff, and now it's just like, oh, boy. You know, I, I want to fill that despair with hope now. So <laughs> I, I have no idea when it's going to start. Like, it's just, it's crazy to, to know that the, the NBA is, like, maybe four months away from starting again. Who knows? DJ Honeypaws, any thoughts on NBA free agency? Being as um, this is your first one as a, as a fan, right? Yeah, so, like, my attitude towards it all is I don't understand why everyone has to, like, argue back and forth and speculate about it so much. Why don't you just see what happens? <laughs> Sorry. Well, also, I just the, broke a nail, is, so I'm, like, a little ouch. upset about that. So, anyways. Well, that is what we do. That is what we do in the offseason. Uh, is there's speculate. A lot of- so you can yeah, see who's pretty- wrong and who's right, and then whoever is right. I, actually, is, like, it doesn't usually matter. Life. It doesn't actually matter who's wrong and who's right. People just oh. uh, tend to tend to like the people who are right about stuff. They'll they'll probably bring it up again and say, "Hey, I was right." But anybody who's wrong, they don't care. They just keep moving and be like, "I'm still smart." I still now, know what see I'm that's no, no, nah, nah, that's that's the misstep. <laughs> so, of anybody who's wrong all the time, that's a person that you don't want to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> that's solid. Why so does like are we like what? <laughs> okay. That's on my Tinder sure. that's on my Tinder profile. Like I'm uh, everything I do is wrong, so I try to do the opposite. Yeah. So um, 
But sure, I, you know, I hear a lot about this favors guy. So like, go favors. <laughs> oh, have you Googled pictures of him yet? No. Why? Why? Do you guys, do you want my, what my, my. Yeah, yes, we want on, your impressions. On yes. his look. Because hold on, I'm fixing my nail. Because like, that's important. <laughs> um, and, and honestly, as a new fan, you have to understand that we love this man very, 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 very much. So. You love this man very, very much. He was your Correct. like screen name for a long time, and now yes. I, whenever I hear Ferret his name, Ravers. Yes, well, I think of you whenever I hear his name. Future Mrs. My name Favors. is Derek Ravers, not Derek Favors. No, I know. Um, so, okay, so uh, wait, let me give you. I'm I'm looking up a picture of him. My split second. Oh, he looks like a he looks like a DJ I used to know in New York. So I that's think cool. he looks, looks like a nice man. That's good. DJ Favors could be him. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, TJ sexual. Oh, hey, wait a minute. He was drafted sexual by the Brooklyn favors. Nets, so yes, uh-huh. it's probably as him. Yeah, and he played, and he played for he played for New Orleans, so like yeah. clearly he's been following me around. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> so he's coming back. <laughs> He's coming back. He's, he's confirmed. He's, he's, gonna, he's gonna move Idaho. to Idaho and That's play in Utah. It. That's it. Confirm. He's gonna he's gonna be back on the Jazz because of me. So like, you guys can thank me. I'm the smart one when that happens. Yeah. Dale uh, Dempson. Dale consider, Dempson. Consider uh, yourself thanked. DJ Honeypaws. <laughs> uh, DJ. Um, uh, so the, again, this is your first season with the Jazz. Yeah. Um. Uh, kind of go through the up and ups and downs of what it was like to be a Jazz fan this year because like again like. We talked about last year being like so good for the Jazz. The offense yeah. was so great. And okay. then this year we had a real roller coaster, I would say. Yeah, it was definitely a roller coaster. Like, honestly, I mean, there were a couple of like, there was a couple of streaks there for where, you know, they're winning and it's like so much fun, obviously. And it's like, yay. And we got to at, at, at work, like brag about it instead of people being like, oh, the Spurs, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then when they were losing, um, it's definitely not fun, but what makes it even more difficult is, um, being like an active, like engaging member of jazz Twitter is like very, very difficult during the games, because as you all know, I mean, from the beginning of the game to the end of the game, whether they're winning or losing or whether they win or lose the game, like the emotional roller coaster that is jazz Twitter is like a lot. It is a yes. lot. Like there were it, some it games, very much is. There were some games where I literally just couldn't like I couldn't refresh my feed. I couldn't look at it because it's just like some some people and some of the tweets are just get so aggressive and so oh like, yeah they do they so um just just it's just a lot and for uh, like for me I was just like this is a little bit too much <laughs> it's a little overwhelming I'm not gonna lie um because I mean for me especially like when the game is just beginning like when you're in the first quarter like you really you don't know what's gonna happen like literally anything can happen I mean that's the nature of sports right that's what makes it fun to watch and it's like 
the this the the feeling of impending doom just falls upon you on jazz twitter <laughs> because it's like oh my god we missed one shot everything is terrible the jazz are terrible this is a terrible season and now we're never gonna win a game again and then all of a sudden they're winning and everyone's like yes we are the greatest that is and ever was oh, oh, is oh my goodness it's and almost then, like you cited a tweet there's this guy that tweets something similar to that after every win verbatim, just because <laughs> I think he's making fun of it. Um, he's like Travis Elcox or something like that. It's I, pretty funny. I feel like I've definitely seen that on there, and I'm, I've probably paved it and because, I mean, that's really like how it is. It's very overwhelming. So I would say, honestly, being a member of Jazz Twitter is exhilarating, fun, exhausting, emotional. I love it. I hate it. And that's just how it's got to be. <laughs> yep. That sounds about same, that sounds same about way. Same way Who's Date would describe their evening tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, as far as like the season, like it's a weird, it's a weird season to be my first season, like truly paying attention to NBA basketball because like, hello, like the season ended and then restarted again in a bubble. And it's like very confusing for me. And like, <laughs> um, yeah, so say a, we all. It's a lot. It's a lot. But I mean, that being said, it's very fun to watch. And that is all. That's all. That's like, I'm sure your your listeners are just like clamoring for my bated breath on on what on what basketball means to me. But but that's the thing, though, is that I think there is like there like in any sports fandom, uh, there is like some kind of like gatekeeping of like you don't you you haven't been a fan long enough or your bandwagon blah, blah blah like that kind of thing and but the thing I I beg to differ I say there's room for everyone to be a fan and I say it's more fun when there's more people involved so like why not like you don't have to know everything and you can ask the dumbest questions during a game and like whatever that's it that's all I have to say about that that that's great well appreciated well then um, what would you say was the most exciting game for you this year then? Um, ooh, um, ah, my favorite game was the one with the, you know, you know, which one I'm talking about the guy with the under leg thing with the guy whose name sounds like Bazinga. Porzingis. Yes, the underleg, the underleg. That was like my favorite thing. And then um, probably the game in Houston that I didn't actually go to, but I was like there and then had had to leave because of the buzzer beater shot at the end. That was oh, like yeah. that the was bo- my favorite. Bo- I was bo- watching bo- it buzzer like I was like watching it on my phone and like screaming. I I like pulled over. I'm like screaming in the car because I was on my way home at that point. And awesome. yeah, I was like screaming. I was so happy. Um, and that that's like those were like the most memorable moments for me i mean i liked the games that i went to but we lost so like yeah i mean win, a win is always more fun I, yeah I <laughs> but i don't know i'm disappointed that who uh, who buying a beer should have been the top the top uh, <laughs> <laughs> when who bought me a beer that was the top moment my my least favorite moment of my jazz fandom so far is when Jared left me. Oh, left <laughs> you, me in the cold. That has nothing to do with you. You got you to gotta be more specific. He leaves a lot. He uh, leaves a oh, lot. Oh. He, even <laughs> left us, he even left us tonight, actually. Yeah, he did. Jared just loves to leave. But, like, the first time I ever met Jared, 
was at um, a Mexican restaurant for lunch. and Taquera 27, downtown yes. Salt Lake City. Everybody yes. who's at the stage. And while there were other people there, I'm just going to make it sound even more dramatic that he just left me alone. He just walked There were the other door. people that left long before I left, and I don't understand. The thing is, I was promised walking, and then they all just wanted to sit and talk. And I was like, hey, I thought we were going to walk and talk. I was like, I'm getting kind of sick of this. And so I left. Yeah. Jared, left. Jared. And there were still other Jared, people there. Jared, let my story be, like, this is where you just let my story be really good. And I say he left. Wait. And he walked out. Wait, and wait, he wait. left me. Wait, wait, and wait. that was the worst part of my jazz season. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he, did, he did say he wanted to walk. And then he, he wasn't alive. <laughs> he didn't walk And so walk. he walked right out the door. <laughs> walked right out of my life. I'm never going to let him live that down because it's very fun for me to have Jared as my arch nemesis. Yeah, I'm the number one enemy, everybody. And number that's that. Enemy. He is my number one enemy. It says check, so in check my, Twitter profile. My it says Twitter so. bio says, help me defeat my number one enemy, Jared. <laughs> and it just says Jared. It doesn't specify which Jared. So there's a lot no, of No, it so. does. It says, I tagged you. It says, at Golden Oh, it Disney actually has Board. my name? Yes, I literally <laughs> tagged handle. you. Oh, I man. put your at. Because I, I thought it just said Jared before. Did you change it? No, it's always said that. You didn't look uh, close enough. See, you don't even pay attention to what I do, oh, Jared. Jeez. Oh, this is painful. <laughs> also, if it was not for the Utah Jazz Twitter, I would not have met my lovely boyfriend. Emmanuel. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys. <laughs> I'm I'm so Rudy, glad I retained Rudy that Gobert. one piece of information Rudy, that has been so helpful to this Gobert. podcast. <laughs> Let's just spread a bunch of lies. <laughs> who, who, who did have it first? There's been a lot of back and forth. Did Rudy have it first or did Don have it first? I think you probably, you, you know better than the rest of us. Oh, geez. <laughs> now we're asking Diane to speculate on who had COVID first. Oh. Um... It's not speculation. She knows. <laughs> no comment. Oh wait, she actually knows. <laughs> that's that's weird. I do. I'm not going to confirm or deny if I know, and I'm not going to confirm or deny anything. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Don't put yeah, that yeah, on yeah, me. Yeah. I don't freaking know. It'd be fun oh. if I knew, wouldn't it? That would be. I can pretend. That would be a weird HIPAA violation. I'd be wondering how. Yeah. <laughs> you don't work. You don't work for anybody. Wait a minute. It's only it's only because I I I left Salt Lake like literally like one day before they were diagnosed and so like it was just uh it was Yeah, we were all kind of freaking out. I don't know if you yeah, I, mean, I don't know if it got Cuz I took a photo with Thurl Bailey like that day. Sprinkle it over like, Oklahoma oh. City on your way home. Yeah. Yeah. I took a photo too. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Did um, uh, you just say that was gonna be HIPAA violation? Is, is DJ Honeypot the doctor or in the medical? No, support? no, no. That that's the thing. Somebody would have had to disclose that. Somebody who in the know. Okay, let me just do, let, me, let me and be clear because well, I don't, do you know I don't want I don't want anybody only, to miss me to this. To I, I don't know. I don't actually know. I have no. I have no clue. I have no idea. Privacy. I have no idea. I have no idea who had it first. It was probably me. It was probably me. I probably had it first. Uh, this is the Nugget Pouch's fault. He's just grasping his <laughs> stuff from a pouch. I've grabbed a few Nugget Pouches in my day, but I have not touched any with COVID. 
asymptomatic. You don't know. It's hard to know these days. <laughs> uh, oddly enough, I did get a COVID test this morning. <laughs> just, oh, just in case. Oh, the results already come back for you? Or yeah. I, well, I just, I forgot because it was so, like, easy and painless and it was free. And I just, like, I wasn't feeling so good. So I was like, well, was why don't get tested? Tests? But then, then, then Logan reminded me, you know, like the cold, the common cold still does exist. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all, uh, it's all, all COVID or nothing these days. You can't yeah. have anything else but COVID or zero. <laughs> I don't know. If you're who, you can have shingles and whatever else that we've diagnosed. It's not, even, it's not even shingles or scurvy. It's just different incarnations of COVID. Yeah. Um, <laughs> COVID shingles. Um, uh, when when um, uh, you guys said asymptomatic, they reminded me that um, uh, we're going to restart Southtrack Sports at some point, and we're one of our first topics is that Logan, um, uh, DJ Honeypaws, and I have created um, uh, a wrestling character based on 2020 COVID. So um, uh, oh, nice. uh, we're all going to debut that. Asymptomatic would be a, a really fun character name for. Uh, 2020, 2020 <laughs> COVID wrestler. Yeah. You, you can modify it for a simp if you need to. <laughs> yes, exactly. A simp. Yeah. Oh, I like it. A simp. <laughs> Sasquatch um, Sports coming coming back to you this Saturday. Who doesn't know? Yeah, this Saturday. Oh, until nice. now. Um, Surprise. Rest Surprise. up your shingles. Yeah, exactly. So DJ, I mean, obviously you're you're a DJ. You're DJ Honeypaws. I am. You, you've DJed. Um, uh, you have a day job. Uh, you hang out in Idaho. Yeah. Um, uh, your brother's a famous DJ, Twitch DJ. Yeah. Um, uh, tell us a little more about like just your personal life before you know becoming a jazz fan. Oh my gosh. Well, I do. I guess I mean a little bit of everything. I I used to DJ more when I lived in New York. Um, but most recently I've been a spin instructor, which allows me to use my DJ skills in picking music. Um, COVID kind of messed that up, you know, cause gyms got shut down, but you know, it's okay. I have a bike at home. I still can do my thing at home. Um, but yeah, I, my, my brother's Twitch stream has been doing crazy. He just finished this 69 hour set, which is like, he played from Monday to Thursday last week straight. Nice. And every time I logged on, there's like thousands of people watching it and they're like, so it does was, he not like not sleep or what? He didn't he sleep. No, he changed clothes a bunch of times. I guess somebody was giving him water and food off screen, but he created this insane, like green screen and got his room like all set up. So he like, he has different like virtual stages that he plays on and he streams in performers on the green screen. And so there's like, you know, there's, it's like a rave, like there's dancing, like there's girls that dance like go-go dancers and like, just like, it's crazy. Like it's, I, every time I watch it, I'm in, impressed. And I like literally last week I, I tuned into, I tuned in like throughout, but then I made sure to catch the entire last hour of his 69 hours and I just like had tears in my eyes the whole time I was nice. so proud of him because they they can you can chat like while while people are doing their twitch stream there's like a chat room or whatever and right. pe- there were just so many people in there and they were like cheering him on and it was just like for me as his sister I'm like oh my god like all these people are watching my brother I can't believe it like it was very overwhelming for me but um so he's doing that and that's cool I'm hanging out in Idaho. I just moved here like during COVID. So, you know, that's it. Chilling, setting up my new house and 
that's it for now. I mean, I, I work, I do, I still do real estate um, remotely and that's it. The wonders of the internet. That's yeah, I was in a, she, she was like, I'm a, I used to DJ when I was in New York, not as much anymore. Like apparently the Idaho market for DJing is um, uh, not as hot as um, the New York market. No, you know, go figure. I and and also though COVID. So I mean, I guess, I guess I I don't know. I was just DJing for myself just now. And I mean, if at Shrek's giving, which is a Shrek themed Thanksgiving, because why not? I will definitely be DJing, and my brother's coming, so he will be too. That's so um, fun. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, I just do. I do. I do what I do. A little bit of a little bit of everything all the time. Make stuff break stuff that's it <laughs> whose ability to pull whose ability to like pull himself off of mute while sneaking in nice after every 69 reference was uh, a, th- a thing of legend <laughs> while he's also navigating his honda odyssey back to his second date of the night it's just he's a man of many talents nice. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to be subtle about it too because she's talking so you don't want to be you don't be overbearing but you want people like like did he just say nice <laughs> <laughs> nice oddly nice. enough oddly enough the funny thing is is like that's so that was like the catchphrase obviously of my brother's 69 hour set so at the very very end nice like, at the end of the 69 hours the whole chat room just flooded with nice 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 <laughs> nice 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 over and over and over and over and over <laughs> oh that's what that was that's why there was all the nice things yeah the... <laughs> yeah oh nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of wonderful it's like a universal joke now yeah. <laughs> uh, the disappointment I feel every time I'm, uh, I read off um, uh, J-Rod's um, uh, Twitter handle, and I'm so close to being perfect. So close. <laughs> well, hey, yours is Hootran Superman, uh, Hootran Super 69. So. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about going to go to the 69. <laughs> I, think that makes, I think that makes way more sense. I think people will get that more. <laughs> Are you sure? You actually, you actually keep it there really. As a, as, as a podcast co-host, you guys have very, very close names. <laughs> go, go the distance 69. Go the distance 49. Jeez. Uh, nice. Go the distance 420. Hey, there you go. Uh, my, mine already has a 4 in it. I can change it to 420. <laughs> what yeah. kind of podcast is this these guys host? we got go the distance 420 and go the distance 69. <laughs> Hosted by a bunch of potheads or girls. I'm not sure which one it is. But. Yeah, right. Little from A, little from Column B. <laughs> oh jeez. If it was the Nugget Pouch, I'd have to be good. This is 420. Because like, what else are you gonna do that's Colorado related with that? Yeah, no. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, I mean, it, it fits for it fits for the Nugget Pouch. 420, 420 friendly. <laughs> yeah. There's not much we won't let inside the Nugget Pouch, if we're being honest. I mean, it's kind of a, it's kind of a <laughs> free for all. Yeah, I just, I gotta stop pushing my Nugget agenda all the time. I didn't know I was such a heavy, a heavy Nugget guy until, uh, until recently. These are all, and these are all things and I say on my dates. Nice. And that's yeah, exactly. And that's what, uh, and that's what, uh, and that's what bubble basketball brought back to me. It brought me back my Nugget Pouch, and for <laughs> for that I will be forever grateful. Oh my goodness. Um, DJ, um, uh, so you know, 
your Saints um, are kind of meh this, this is right now. Yeah. Um, you know, the Tigers, did they just lose like a, a month or so ago? Yeah, the Tigers are not. I, I, okay, I didn't expect LSU to do well this season because literally they got gutted from the inside. Like everybody, le- I mean, Literally. after last season, like it's it, so, I mean, they're not going to be a lot of players good. went pro, right? Yeah. Lot, yeah. But even the coaching staff, like every, everybody, like it's all, it's all kind of been, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's dismantled. So it's like, you know, they got to build it back up and they will because I mean, they've been champions before and they will be again. I truly believe that go tigers. Um, but so I didn't really expect them to do like crazy well this season anyway, so it's fine. But the Saints, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's what's going on. But uh, I mean, the thing is, Drew, the thing Drew is, Drew is, is like, starting to look washed. Yeah, I'm sorry to as, say it, but as but. a lifelong Saints fan, I like I have been a Saints fan so garbage. long. Yeah. Like I've been I've been a Saints fan through way more bad years than good years. So it's yeah, you not the bag really, over your head. Yeah, so. exactly. We were the Aints. We were the <laughs> yeah. Aints. So for me, it's not so much. I, I don't know. Saints is like an institution for me. So it's not. I I I will cheer them on no matter what. It's like just it's mm. in my it's within my blood to do so. But um, yeah, I uh, Drew Brees like I don't know if we should have gone for this one more season. You know, sometimes you just gotta know when to stop (laughs) what's what what's the future then for the saints is it uh is it famous Jameis or is it uh jazz twitter's favorite favorite golden to taste them oh geez i don't you know if you would i mean if you asked me i have a question for you about Taysom after you're done i don't know yeah if you would have asked me this like towards the end of last season i would have said Taysom, but i i don't i don't know i don't know right now how has he looked this year? Because a lot of people, I, I hear a lot of people are bagging him. And I don't know if that's because he's not being put in position to succeed or I don't know. I don't watch a lot of Saints football. Um, so, like, is, Tay, has, is Taysom been as bad as advertised this year? Shame on, shame on you for not watching, Jared. They play on every Monday night football game. <laughs> yeah, they're playing on Monday <laughs> again. Um I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, I don't think he's been put in the position to do what he was doing, like, towards the end of last season, but Mm. uh, I I don't know. I think they, they, they are playing like they're confused right now, and that is how I feel as well. (laughs) Gotcha. Well, I was, I was so confused with the, because I didn't really watch, but I saw the stat line, and I saw that Kamara's backup had two touchdowns and I was like, dang, there's 20 points sitting on my bench. <laughs> yeah. And, but Kamara scored like 18 himself. So, I mean, yeah. it seemed like it was a very good all around running game for them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, well see. The, it was the, the, the Lions fact, though. Yeah. The fact that you're referencing Kamara to Taysom Hill is, tells me all you need to know about Taysom Hill being a quarterback. Uh, as as someone who lived as someone who lived through the team the Tim Tebow era, you don't want Taysom Hill as your quarterback. So, although Jameis may not seem uh, like the, bright, the bright the brightest shining star, I am not a Tim Tebow fan. 
I went to LSU in 03. Of course, I am a not a Tim Tebow fan. Because he's a Gator, of course. No, I yeah. hate him. There was this one. There was this one play that he did back then where he like jumped over somebody to like get the touchdown, and it really oh, pissed me off. So, back then. so we basically pulled a Taysom because that's like the only yeah. memorable thing Taysom ever did. Yeah, yeah. It co- pissed me off back then. Still, it's been it's been making me mad since 2003. Like, like how could I still be mad about that? I'm not sure. I'm really the jump not pass. sure. Yeah, the jump pass. I, I just it just made it made me angry back then. And I, I've hated him ever since. So you know, that's it. I just I just I just don't like him. Yeah, he's a gator. I'm against it. Got it. Gators Good or tiger bait. Hmm. That's it. Gators that's or tiger bait. Yeah. You, re- I like you really, I like, you really want to get I me like, fired up? Get me talking about you, SEC sports. You don't, you don't, <laughs> but, so you don't drink Gatorade then? I'm, I'm assuming. No. Out of spite. <laughs> no. And I, don't, and I don't like referees. I won't wear black and white stripes. Like, let's <laughs> get all of my hatreds out right here. <laughs> gotcha. No black and white. Right. <laughs> so you hate zebras too? Actual zebras? Yeah. Yeah, because they're all—they're like horses, and she loves cows and hates horses. Yeah, exactly. True story. It is true. That is true. <laughs> every time we drive, every time we're driving on Idaho, and she sees a horse, she flips it off. It's one of the most bizarre <laughs> things I've ever seen. And we got like. We can, like, roll the up. That is an amazing <laughs> phenomenon. But when we drive past cows, I go, oh, I love them. <laughs> At first, it was like, okay, this is funny. But then she started, like, hanging out the window and stuff and, like, leaning towards them. And, like, yelling at them so they look at her so she could flip them off in their eyes. And it was just this. <laughs> the, the people around Idaho were not taking to it too kindly. And they nearly, they nearly excommunicated her. It was, it was a trying time. Uh, and, that's, and that's the real reason why Sasquatch has been on hiatus. Is we've been trying to get her, her, her good standing in the state of Idaho re- restored. And, I made uh, friends with the potato. I made friends with the local potato farmer on TikTok. Onion farmer. So, um, oh, the onion farmer, yeah. Um, on TikTok, I made friends with the local onion and they also grow like some other thing i can't remember now and but i made friends with them on tiktok so now I'm, yeah i'm a ida i'm an honorary idahoan now yeah, she, so. she, she did you say tobacco like tobacco <laughs> i'm so scared <laughs> well that's that's a simpsons reference when homer breeds Tomatoes and tobacco. <laughs> I've literally, I've seen, well, I've seen one episode of The Simpsons. Sorry. Oh my goodness. You're more of a diehard Space Jam girl. I love Space. You know what, Logan? Let's not go there. I love Space Jam. It is my favorite movie. Mm, well, you know, I have, no, you know, I ain't no shame in that. All right. And yet she wasn't an NBA fan until this year, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's not like I hated the NBA. Like, I (laughs) cheered for the Monsters. (laughs) Yeah, I was cheering. I've been cheering for the Monsters since I was a kid. Like, it's not like I hated the NBA. Like, I mean, okay, let's be. I was more of a mascot fan, though. Like, I love Benny the Bull. (laughs) I'm a fan of the Bull. She does love Benny the Bull. I love Benny the Bull so much. Like, he is. This, I'm very much aware. Oh, my God. I love him so much. So much. Um, Without his TikTok, DJ Honey Paws would cease to exist. 
his TikTok does. It gives me life. I, I love Benny the Bull. I always have. He's like the OG mascot. Um, so yes, like I, it's not like I've never watched the NBA before. Like I've definitely watched games. I watched, there was a, there was one season in particular that I was a huge Oklahoma city thunder fan. Like, let's not talk about that era of my life. Um, (laughs) that's confusing. That was when I was in New York, oddly enough. And like, I I don't even know. Really confusing. I had a bunch of friends from OKC when I was in New York. And so I was like a diehard for like one season. Um, but this the season Kevin Durant left. So, so, so you left too? We don't know then if she's really a jazz fan yet. Yeah. No, you don't know. I might be, I might be, I might be a fair weather jazz fan. So no, I'm just, I, I'm still, I'm, I'm jazz, jazz for life. Go jazz, go. Um, (laughs) you know, like, no, she's like nugget. She's like, no, she's like Logan. She's going to slip into the nugget pouch. Yeah. The best, (laughs) the best, the best, the best, uh, the best DJ Honeypot story I can tell about her early fan of the NBA is as 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 you guys know on uh, Sasquatch we documented the the plug of love which was following the Last Dance very closely and uh, <laughs> after the after the last episode of the Last Dance there she like turned and looked at she 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 turned to me and looked and said well what about when does Michael Jordan's arm stretch really far when he wins the game and I you know, wait did that actually happen. She, she, <laughs> She got she got Space Jam and the Bulls crossed up because much like much like I went on a much like I went on a mini a mini a mini rant last week on you can't be a real you can't be a real Jordan fan under the age of forty that was my perfect encapsulation of that thought process. Most of us we were we were I could have you guys just part, done like an edible or something. Or? The best no. part the best part about watching the Last Dance was that and and Logan found this out like after the first episode. It was very obvious that I had no clue how it was going to end. Like I didn't know, I didn't know how many they were gonna, how many championships they were gonna win. Nothing. I didn't know yeah, any of that. I and remember. I like, I was finding out like live, like while I was watching it, and I was like, just, I was, I had a lot of questions. I had a lot of questions about Scottie Pippen, and so like it was just very much, you know, it was a journey for me. <laughs> <laughs> that honestly, that sounds like that would have been fun watching that unravel. It was. I regret nothing. It's fine. Unravel, unravel is the correct word choice. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, I won't give I won't give away the DJ's age. We just know that she's somewhere between legal and forty. Um, and her her greatest closer her to greatest, legal than forty. Yeah, yeah but her, her greatest recollection of Jordan was in a Bugs Bunny cartoon. So that's I, just driving home my Jordan um, point. Also, not even no, the McDonald's commercials. True. Oh, wait, but no, you, we forgot about the whole thing. Like when I was a little, when I was little, like one of my biggest crushes, I had a huge crush on Charles Barkley when I was little. So like, she I got mound, mound of rebound. Okay. I love, I loved him. I had a really big crush on him. That, because he was, this I makes sense. What you love cows more than horses. I, yeah, I saw a, comer- a McDonald's commercial with Charles Barkley in it. And I had a huge crush on him when I was little. That, that seemed like the best sponsorship he would have ever done. Like. Yeah, he was, he was <laughs> in a McDonald's commercial. He was. He was could like, just stuff his face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a crush on him anymore, though, I would like to say. No more. <laughs> <laughs> I would be concerned if you still did. She, no, she, she's, she's a Shaq girl now. <laughs> oh, yeah, Shaq, Shaq is my number Shaq one. Shaq attack. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody else on this podcast miss those Shaq sodas that they used to have in the summertime? 
I don't miss. I do not miss them. They were like shacks. Yeah, they mm. they were like the so it was like those Arizona iced tea cans, but with the shack. But, Shaq's but big would, face. Yep, big his big face was on them, and it said Shack soda. Yeah. And they were cream sodas, so it was like a blueberry cream and like a mm-hmm. strawberry cream and like a peach cream or whatever. They had a bunch of them. Yeah. I'm actually, they had a Either couple of them that were decent. Yeah. All, I, all, all I think about when I think of Shaq is just his little logo on his shoe looked like a baked potato dunk in a basketball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, it kind of does. That's, that's it is a little baked potato just slam dunking, slam dunking. I think, uh, Shaq, I think was he's, in, Shaq was in Blue Chips too, right? The movie Blue yep, Chips. Yep, he was in Blue Chips. That's a really good movie, Shaq, actually. It's got, it's got, like, got to be one of the better basketball movies out there. The one WrestleMania I went to, Shaq came out with Mankind and HBK. And Wait, seriously? I, I, I yes, I, I literally like, like I cried, like I was so happy that tears were coming out of my eyes because I love Shaq, and I, I he's love an LSU him. Tiger. Yeah, he was. He's a tiger. I love him so much that I cried. There, there, Actually, when I lived in Louisiana, there was a local restaurant that had, like, random memorabilia. You know those restaurants with, like, stuff all over the walls? Yeah. And they had Red one Robin. of... They, yeah, they have they had one of Shaq's um, shoes from college on display because it was like it was right outside the LSU campus. So they had like one of his shoes. Oh, and that's I, like, cool. When, but I was a little kid, so my memory of it is skewed. But I remember it being like the size of like a schooner. Like it was like a boat. Like it was huge. This shoe. At, at one and, point, my sister won like a one of Mark Eaton's shoes and she gave it to me and then I lost it. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> yeah. Really terrible. Well, the Shaq shoe is really big. Anyways, I just love Shaq. I love Shaq. I've always loved Shaq. I will love Shaq forever. Shaq, I love you. He made fun, he made fun of me on Instagram. That's my only claim to fame. <laughs> no, it was, I thought, yeah, there's a lot of claims to fame on the Insta, it sounds like. But Mark, Mark, Eaton, Mark Eaton was Greg Ostertag before Ostertag was Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I can't thing. keep up with this chronology. Way to get full circle there. Yeah, I love yeah. I love a good I love a good Rudy, Greg, and uh, Mark circle situation. Human centipede. I thought you were gonna say like a sandwich <laughs> oh, or something. No. Oh, no. oh no 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 no. Uh, it's a very yeah it would it would be uh, Mark Mark Eaton. I I don't remember seeing Mark Eaton play. I just remember he- hearing about the legend of Mark Eaton. But by the time I started, I was still a I was still a Nuggets fan back then yeah. so still living in that pouch yeah just living um, at the Kembe Mutombo finger wave situation <laughs> that's like all they had going for him back then Ugh. uh they had uh they had Robert Pack they had uh who else did uh, they have Alex English but or something like that well, I think that was way back in the day yeah but, but it was, it was, it was yeah it was the Kembe and Robert Pack was my favorite player. And I can't tell you anything about Robert Pack. His name was Robert Pack. Um, <laughs> Antonio McDice. I had an Antonio McDice poster in my in my bedroom for quite a while. Oh yeah, I remember that name. Yeah. Google him. He's great. I will consider it. <laughs> he was like De- he was Derek Favors before Derek Favors. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Just trying to um, find ways to convince Jared to Google 
Antonio, Antonio McDice. McDice. Yeah, Antonio yeah. McDice. Um, uh, Mike Dice had a, had, a, had a really quick career, like started off really hot. Then he got injured, right? And did he ever like, get back to any sort of prominence after he got injured? Yeah, I believe so as a Phoenix Sun, if memory right, yeah, serves. Like, I mean, just, um, like, like he had been gone for a while. And then, then he was back, yeah, I, just, like, oh, by the way. I, I didn't remember him being a Nugget, so I guess I only remembered him playing somewhere else. So. Yeah, he was one of those guys who like yeah, who hit around the head. He was he was a, he had a lot of stardom and they had a superstar and all of them had some sort of injury and pretty much had been written off. Gotcha. And then had one of those weird career resurgences. I'm trying to think of another sports person who's oh, had something like that. Happen, so he but. so he did. Uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, just um, uh, I remember his career being like like oh yeah like like like, that's like the guy. Probably so he he played on that he, team that lost to uh, to Jordan in the finals then, that Suns team. Like, no, I think he, no, he was, he was after oh, that. Oh, he was like, 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 he was actually like, probably when I should have been a jazz fan, if we're being honest, it's probably the time I should have made my full transition, but I was still transitioning. <laughs> okay. I was, um, I was, and with I, that, what are you, what are you, what are you giggling? I was transitioning my nugget pouch to a jazz, jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, Jared's got some editing to do. I'm, uh, I'm on this little pod here. Uh, boy, it's been fun, DJ. Thanks for coming on and I'm explaining how to become a jazz fan in one year for, for anybody who's on the fence. <laughs> and, and how to be a diehard OKC fan for one year as well. Thanks, thanks, guys. I'm sure that the audience uh, will take away lots of wonderful knowledge from everything that I have imparted upon their ears. And if Not nothing the least else, of which. Is that we should resign uh, for your benefit? Uh, what's that guy's name again? That one uh, role player? I don't know. George Niang. No, Daniel yeah, Moutier. No. Ed that Moutier. Moutier is the one. That's the one. Quinn Snyder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I think we turned something in here though. I mean, there's not a, like there's not a whole lot of jazz talk going on. We could have been a, a bunch of little a bunch of little wiener heads and just sunk down to levels of the de- debating Rajon Rondo versus John Stockton. Like, oh my yeah, goodness, today, that, that I don't understand. I just, I still no, don't understand a, that, when people go in of, on those debates. It's a waste, exactly. It's a waste of time. So, okay. Uh, we all know that the correct answer in that situation is John Crotty. So, <laughs> Milt Palacio. <laughs> oh, the Captain Crunch. Oh my God. The Captain Crunch. And that's when we knew we had a long, enjoyable Wait, Palacio. Career. Isn't that yeah. the one that, that uh, Ken saw in the supermarket or something? I, I No, that was Ben Hagelton. <laughs> oh, there you go. There's another name for you guys. <laughs> just, just throw out random jazz back up one guard. Ah! Ooh, the DJ getting ready to... Uh, <laughs> I was at my <laughs> Janet Jackson song started playing. I hit the space bar on accident. She's uh, she's trying to play us out with them, uh, some of um, uh, DJ Honeypaws uh, special. Yeah, thing. some uh, DJ Honeypaws outro music. Oh, <laughs> I, recognize, I, I recognize that. That's the wrap it up jam. Play us out. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> uh, DJ Honeypaws. Um, uh, I'm sure that people have really loved what they've heard tonight from you. Where <laughs> else can they see and experience more DJ Honeypaws? Honey pause with a Z or with an S. Okay, well, to get the full DJ Honey Pause experience, I recommend listening to Sasquatch Sports 2.0, which is coming back this Saturday. So we'll have Saturday. That this week. Check Sunday, it out Sunday, Sunday. on um, 
Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, anywhere that you get your podcasts, you can find us. Um, we get a little nasty on there, not going to lie, but like that's how that's how I like it. That's how we like it. It's better that way. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at DJ Honey Pause with a Z at the end. On Instagram at DJ Honey Pause with an S on the end, just because I like to keep it confusing. And that's it. That's where you can find me. Um, All right, everybody. Omnipresent. Toss a coin to your Witcher. TikTok superstar. (laughs) Oh, and on TikTok at DJ Honey Pause. Yeah. On TikTok is probably where I have the most. Um, notoriety. Most notoriety and the most dance moves that you can do. <laughs> you She's a savage. Do. I'm a savage. That's it. <laughs> and if you try to imitate those dance moves, you might throw out your hip. It's so. possible. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, uh, Logan. Logan. Where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, so I, I'm just always wandering around Twitter somewhere. The Dragon Squatch. Um, you got like hope, you got like thousands hope, of followers. It's crazy. Hoping to hoping to pick up some more fans of the pod. What was the guy's name who who who, who got us this week? Uh, mask Mask Up Mothers. <laughs> Rob Vans was the one who's a big fan of the podcast. First time. Oh always, yeah. You know, oh, always yeah. yeah he's, a, he's a cool guy, man. He's not. Yeah. It's no, very no. nice of him to give us the shout out and everything. And not just his first jazz podcast, his first podcast ever. I feel like you were Yeah, that was awesome. Listen, listen wherever you find your podcast. It was fantastic. We all jumped in and, and helped out and figured the <laughs> figured the situation out. Yeah, um, you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be selling the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, that's the cool stuff is when people come back and listen to it and they tell you they enjoyed it. So you know, don't take ourselves too seriously. But uh, no, yeah, at the Dragon Squatch, just wandering through Twitter, just doing whatever. Whatever it is we do, just trying to yield out more DoorDash delivery people until I make it back home. So those are the goals. <laughs> he made a TikTok tonight. Oh, it's true. Snap. It's true. I'm on. I've been on TikTok for how long? Have been on this call? An like hour an and app. seventeen okay. minutes. Yeah. There you go. Talking it up. All right. Well, I'm, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at go the distance sixty nine. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That never gets old. Okay. And where can yeah. you find Jared? Go you can find me at Hootran Superman. No. Why would you Why would you change to that? I I, I don't know. To... Yeah. <laughs> like I'm a, I'm I'm 69ing it. <laughs> Did you actually change your handle? Because you can't say that unless you change it. I can say whatever I want. It's my yeah. <laughs> well, I can edit it, right? <laughs> oh, in your face. Uh, 69. <laughs> <laughs> This, all right. This this episode's all about transitioning. It's all. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening this week, and uh, we'll uh, we'll catch you soon. All right. Nice. Nice. Jared, Jared with the nice. Nice. <laughs> oh my God, Aaron Carter got dreadlocks. Aaron Carter is still a thing. Yeah, dreadlocks. Didn't he have the song of uh, How He Beat Shaq? Yeah.